Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever type of day it is. Y'all come on in, y'all have a seat, light your blunts up, pour your drinks, and come feel me right quick. How y'all doing? If this is your first time listening to the show, I welcome you to Feeling the Breeze. I am your host, Breeze Up. That's B-R-Triple-E-Z to the motherfucking A. And on this show, I keep it a buck around here. I talk about a lot of interesting things. I might tell you a story every once in a while. I'm going to go left field. I do all type of stuff. You're going to scratch your head with me. But I almost forgot one most important thing. I got to introduce you all to my co-host, Taco the motherfucking Bell. What up, Taco? That's right. How you doing? That's right. Taco the motherfucker Bell is my trusty sidekick, my co-host, and he will chime in like he's doing right now because he's smoking that weed. We smoking on that good method, man. And on today's show, we exposing the Laker fuckery. Oh, it's so much fuckery going on within the Laker organization. It is crazy. To where Magic Johnson had to say, fuck that shit. I ain't doing this shit no more. But we're gonna get in that to the body, in that in the body of the show. And we gonna we got some rules. We got some rules that y'all need to follow. We got some some rules for the niggas and the bitches. If you're gonna be a side piece, you guys need to follow some rules. We're gonna get into that on the body of the show. So y'all sit back and we'll be right back. Right? 
with all the infomercials on TV. You just woke up out your sleep, turned on the TV, or got on the phone, and here come DDP yelling at your ass, huh? You gotta do it this way! Come on! Well, we'll see what the fuck happens. Alright, welcome back to the motherfucking show. And like I said on the intro, me and Taco the motherfucking bell. We about to bring you this Magic Johnson shit. The fuckery that's going on in the Laker organization. Oh man, you about to hear. I'm about to, I'm gonna play bits and pieces of it, but you're gonna hear the fuckery and all the other shit that's been cracking off. Alright. Let's get it. And we're going to break our shit down. You know how we do. Connected to Baker's MacBook Pro. Here we go. <laughs> um, so today, I'm going to step down as the president. And um, I think I don't want to... Her and I have such an amazing relationship. And I think that um, she gave me full power to do what I wanted to do. But I think that... Uh, with her and I, I want to always preserve our relationship. And Let me pause it right there. <laughs> See, now what he really saying is, bitch, look, you bought me in this motherfucker. You already know where we stand in our relationship. But see, you know, if I make these changes, you know, that's going, it might tarnish our shit, right? Right? So she's like, no, I don't, I don't, you know, we cool and all, we boys, we always gonna be boys, but you can't, you gotta separate that shit, right? So she's trying to tell him, but he's like, I'm gonna give you one more chance, bitch. You better let me do my shit. It's gonna fuck shit up. I'm trying to tell you. All right, let's go. Oh, technical difficulties. You know how we get with the buffering shit. Connected to Baker's MacBook Pro. Okay, let's let's. As an ambassador to everybody. There it is. You know, I thought about Dwayne Wade retiring tomorrow, and I can't even tweet it out or can't be there. Uh, Serena Williams called me a week ago and said, "Will you mentor me and be on my advisory board?" And I said, "Yeah, I'm gonna do that." You know, and so when Ben. See now, what happens is. You know, since he's a president, everybody know how Magic is. You know, he like to motivate people. He like to talk to people. He like to talk to different players. But see, when you the president, you can't do that shit. Otherwise, they consider that tampering and shit. You know, and then he get in trouble. And he got in trouble for that shit. You know, so Magic like, damn, I can't even be me and shit. Let's go. Simmons called, and we went through the proper channels. And they made me look like the bad guy out of that situation, See? but I didn't do anything wrong, but do everything right. I was thinking about all those times, all guys who want me to mentor them or be a part of their lives, and I can't even do that. I had more fun on the other side than on this side, because now... Wait, hold up. Tomorrow, I would have to affect somebody's life, livelihood in their life. And I thought about that. I said, that's not fun for me. That's not who I am. And then I don't want to put her in the middle of us. 
you know, even though she said, hey, you do what you want to do. See? I know she has great love for him and great love for me, you know. And so um, I want to go back having fun. I, I, I want to go back being who I was before taking on this job. Now, yeah, see, what he want, he's like, nigga, that motherfucking heat, that's too much shit. <laughs> that's too much shit. I don't, I, I don't want to take no heat, no responsibility for when I got to fire this nigga over here and y'all ain't going to like this shit. I don't want that heat. That's what that shit is. And he had a nigga moment with himself. And plus, motherfuckers been talking shit too. So he like, all right, I see the fuckery going on in this shit. So even if I do this, the, what I want to do, I'm still going to get blamed for this shit. And he's like, mm-mm. Nigga, I'd rather just step down and let y'all niggas deal with that shit. <laughs> Oh, goddamn taco laughing too damn hard. All right, let's go. Nah, it's going to take a minute because I had it paused too long, so. Excuse it. Thank you. Vicarious MacBook Pro. Don't worry, it's, it's coming. And I think this team is going to be in position to really contend for championships with the growth of the young players. And so, um... She doesn't know I'm standing here because I know I would be crying like a, a baby in front of her, even though I'm about to cry now. Um, but it's the right thing to do, right move to make. And then that way he can stay in place, build, hopefully build the team, coach the team the right way. And um, also all the, what I didn't like is the backstabbing and the whispering. I, I, I don't like that. You know, I don't like- the fuckery. Um, a lot of things that went on that didn't have to go on. Yep, he and so I hope that after tomorrow, the Lakers can head in the right direction, which we are. Um, injuries really hurt us. Yep. Um, but I enjoyed working with Jeannie side by side. Enjoyed working with Linda. Uh, Tim and I had some good times. The brothers were outstanding as well. Working with Jesse and Joey. Um, I love working with you guys as the media. You know, Bill and I tease each other, but I, he knows I love him, and and you gonna always be my friend forever. Um, but sometimes you have to think about. Oh God damn it! You know how these motherfuckers. The world isn't black and white. That's right. We gonna let it There's ride. There's no set path. Authenticity. Here we go. Where you are in life, and what's important to you. And what's important for me is I get to help everybody when I'm what in the Lakers. And now with the um, the fines and the tampering and this and that, I can't help young men who want me to help them. Or I can't tweet out like Russell Westbrook. That was a great feat the other day. And I couldn't even tweet it out to say, hey, congratulations, man. And if I had to did that, everybody said, oh, he's tampering. And I don't like that. I like Fuckery. to be free. Fuckery. And then I got a great life. I was like, damn, I got a great life outside of this. What, what, what am I doing? You know, I got a beautiful life. So I'm going to go back to that beautiful life. <laughs> and uh, I'm looking forward to it. He said, fuck and, that uh, shit. Somebody going to have to tell my boss because I know she's going to be sick. But I know I couldn't face her face to face and tell her. Now, even though I was just with her yesterday. And and uh, we had a, what, a three-hour meeting. See, about you, had, the, you had a moment to, to, to keep it real. Tell her right there. That's where you fucked up at because you had that moment and you should have did it. But that's what happens. 
So now we're going to take a little quick pause for the calls. And we're going to come back with some more show. show and you about to hear some very interesting rules if you're gonna be a side nigga there's some rules you gotta follow right taco you gotta follow them motherfucking rules why so you don't get caught up and hopefully she don't get caught up but mainly all you trying to do is be a piece of dick that's it that's it that's it if you can follow these simple rules then you will be a successful side nigga. Let's go. Doodoo, it's your boy Ness Bush. Look, I know Valentine's Day is coming up and everybody's talking about cupcake and being with a boyfriend or girlfriend. Nah, fuck that. Forget about being a boyfriend. Just be the side nigga. You get all the same benefits as a boyfriend. Plus, you don't got to buy no Valentine's Day gift, no Christmas gift. You don't got to worry about no annoying in-laws, no badass kids. Because at the end of the day, you just come over, get the good sex, and you leave. No strings attached. What more could you want? Let the other dude take you out for dinner, rub your feet, babysit your kids, buy you a steak dinner and all that. Being a side nigga ain't easy. You got boyfriends trying to kill you, baby daddies trying to run you over, ex-boyfriends trying to stab you. This shit get rough. But if you want to be a successful side nigga it's some rules you gotta follow you always gotta be one step ahead of that boyfriend yep. you gotta know your role and play your role yep. rule number one you should never ever ever call without being called first you never know very important rule that's what niggas see this is where niggas be fucking up because niggas be catching feelings too when they aside nigga it's true Oh, it's damn true. Niggas be catching feelings. But see, what happens? Niggas be fucking up, calling that bitch when you ain't supposed to, getting her in trouble and shit. See? Can't do that. Can't do that. Breaking the rules, nigga. Let's go. That girl is with her man, her baby daddy, her husband, yep. her other side dude. Because I know if my girl get a call from a random dude, it ain't going to be all right. It's going to be two black eyes, her and him. Rule number two, never use the L word. As part of being a side nigga, you have to throw away all those emotions, okay? There's Separate the two. You got to separate the two because niggas be... Hey, look, it happens to the best of us. Some niggas, you know, you get that bitch and she suck your dick real good. Just like, ooh, nigga, I'm talking about nigga, she swallowing your kids, nigga. She swallowing your balls, nigga. She tossing your salad, nigga, turning you out, nigga. To the boy, you be like, ooh, girl, I'll grab her by her ears and be like, ooh, girl, I love you. Well, you don't want to do that, but it happens. All right, let's go. No room to catch feelings. This is probably one of the most important ones. Never post anything on social media. No tags, no Snapchat, no Facebook, no Instagram, no liking photos. Never screenshot anything. Y'all you- niggas better listen up. So this actually go both ways. Well, we're going to get to the bitches later. But yeah, niggas, listen up, nigga, because this is where niggas be getting caught up. 
don't want nobody to suspect anything. This is another one. This gets me all the time. As part of being a side nigga, you gotta know your place. Yep. You gotta understand that at any given moment, you could be dropped. For the next nigga with a bigger penis, with a little bit more money, nicer haircut, perfect mustache. So don't ever ask. And that nigga eat some pussy better than you. Let's continue. To meet family or friends. Yep. See, a lot of dudes forget that they just decide, nigga, and they start wanting to meet the family or meet the girl's friends. Nah, what do you need to meet them for? You just a side piece. This brings me to my next rule. As part of being a side nigga, you're on a need to know basis. You should never question a girl about her boyfriend, yep. her husband, her baby daddy, or her other side nigga. Because at the end of the day, they have nothing to do with you, and you just hit for the pussy. This is by far the most important rule. If you will ever see your side piece in public, never ever acknowledge him. No. By any means necessary, you dodge them. Act like you don't know her. Exactly. Like oh, my bad, you Taco. Any questions about her. <laughs> oh, shit. Please. You don't need to know about her baby daddy, her husband, her boyfriend, nope. or her other side nigga. Ask no questions. Just go over there, do what you gotta do, and leave. Exactly. Be mysterious. Be discreet. Exactly. You don't need to talk about anything. Sometimes I think I was born to be a side nigga. <laughs> I need you to take these side nigga rules and use them. Let them be a light upon thy darkness, a shield upon thy sword. Take these side nigga rules and guard them with your life. At the end of the day, just remember, you only there for the pussy. Make sure you guys check out my Facebook like. You only there for, I couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> we'll be right back. All right, y'all, welcome back to the show. We're about to have part two. And uh, without further ado, here we go. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. And uh, somebody gonna have to tell my boss because I know she's gonna be sick, but I know I couldn't face her face to face and tell her, even though I was just with her yesterday. And, and uh, we had a, what, a three hour meeting about the direction of this great organization. Bit, and uh, so today, Rachel, I'm free, my love. Have you, have you really not told me? <clears throat> no, I haven't. I couldn't. I, I couldn't. I couldn't stand and tell her. But the one thing that she had in me, somebody she could trust and loyal to her. And then I will be that as well. I've been talking to people walking here. We've been talking about next year, and I'm sitting there saying, Nope. I'm not going to be here. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, it's just... Um, I was happier when I wasn't the president. And when you got to make trades, you're not happy. When you, when you, when you like people. Um, and then um, I think that uh, Luke is a good man. I like Luke a lot. And so, you know, so what? We have a different opinions about different things. That's okay. You know, that, that happens in life. But no, my, my concern is really my relationship with my sister and that's genie bus that's all i care about I don't, all the rest of the stuff don't really matter and this is not nah it matter nigga bullshit bullshit nigga it matter nigga don't 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 give us that nigga it matter nah what it was was nigga you was feeling that heat nigga and the shit got too much and you didn't want to take no credit for 
for the direction of the team was going. Even though you wanted to, you wanted to do the shit, but they wasn't letting you do the shit. Motherfuckers was low key, low key hating, and then going to try to blame a damn nigga. Let's go. Uh, like you guys ask me a lot of questions. This is like I'm telling you what's happening. And a monkey just went off my back, and I'm happy. This I'm fulfilled, and I'm happy with what we did in two years. Uh, I, I'm not uh, disappointed on anything I did, any trade I made, none of that. So uh, I'm happy about the direction. And if the young guys mature the way we feel they can mature, I think that this team will be outstanding, especially if you add one superstar to this bunch that we already have. When did you make up your mind about the trade? Today. Today. And then last night, seeing your interview. And I'm not saying that that's the truth. And um, and then what was funny, when Serena called me, I was like, wow, that's who I am, right? That's who I'm, I love helping people, you know? And then um, when I looked up, I said, man, I can't even be there for my brother's last game in Miami. I love Dwayne Wade, I love his wife. And I can't even be there, you know, to support him and send him out the right way. And so uh, I've been thinking about it. But today I said, you know what? Okay. I'm going to go up here and tell him that's it for me. What? Did you show Ralph Lincoln? Nope. <laughs> Concerned that's him or Jeannie calling you? <laughs> no. no. Could Jeannie no. talk you out of this? No. Because I love her. I love her so much. And so anything she needs from me, I'm, I'm going to be here. What backstabbing and whispering are you talking about? Well, you know, it's a lot of that going on in this, in this whole world of professional Fuckery. basketball. A lot of that goes on. And so that's all. I'm going to leave it at that. Yeah. I'm not talking about our organization. I'm just talking overall. Did you know. the Davis situation? Play no, 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 no. That's, that, that had nothing to do with it. Come on you now. Know, we, that's some bullshit. Look, we want to improve the team. That's what my job is to do. And then you guys made it like, oh, the young guys. The young guys better grow up quick because this is a part of basketball. Yep. This is a part of sports. This is a part of life. When you enter into professional sports and you enter to the NBA, your name will be always sometimes mentioned. Preach. And you have to deal with that. Preach. Just play your ass off and go play. That's it. That's and it. you know what? credit to them they did that it took them a week or two to get over it but before brandon ingram got hurt he was playing unboot he put together what three weeks or two weeks of yes he was that's the brandon i think if he can get to that level and stay there consistently next year he'd be like an all-star yep. you've never been one not <clears throat> to finish what you set out to do mm -hmm. and that can be interpreted as the case this time well, I think that, you know, this time is a little different, Jim, um, because emotions and love, a lot is involved, you know. And then um, I don't want to be the one who, you know, have to, you know, it, it's, a, it's a fine line, right? We, we have here, so I got to make a decision tomorrow. And I had made my decision, right? But I said, Irvin, no. Nah. I said, I knew how difficult it was for my sister to love me and support me and then also love him. And, you know, and then I said, why am I in the middle of this? I don't have to be, you know? And then why am I 
have to make also deals or, or moves on other people's lives. I said, no, that's not who I am. You know, I like the role that I had before. Maybe consult her, be outside. Hmm. And on that note, y'all, we're going to take another quick pause for the calls. And we'll be back with some more show. I know we all get the munchies and when we get the munchies we all want different shit right ain't that right taco some people may want a hamburger some people may want pizza you know some people might even want a motherfucking pastrami sandwich right but then you got individuals who may just want some motherfucking soup. Right? Now, I know y'all like, wait, wait, what the fuck? I ain't never heard in the history of niggadom a nigga wanting soup to quench that hunger. Well, you'd be surprised. But if you want some soup, and not just any type of soup, let's say you want to go Mexican, right? You want to go Mexican. And you don't know where to go. And you don't know what to eat. And then somebody says to you, well, you need to try some pozole, right? Mmm, pozole. What the fuck is that shit? Well, I'm going to tell you, nigga, that shit is good than the motherfucker, nigga. It is. It is good than the motherfucker. And if you want some good pozole, and you in the Monterey Park area... Then you need to get your ass over here to Monterey Park and go to Armando's. Authentic ass nigga, even Taco the Bell passed out because of that shit. It was so good. He know some good authentic. You want some authentic Mexican food and come to Armando's. And if you want some pozole, you gotta come to Armando's on the weekends because that's the only time that they give it out. But it is worth it. Trust me. Pozole, Armando's. Get some. Alright, welcome back to the motherfucking show. And now without further ado, we about to get to the rules. The side chick rules. Now niggas pay attention. Cause, Cause this white boy slash Mexican looking nigga is gonna tell you some important shit. I watched some of this shit. He on point. <laughs> he on point from a nigga standpoint. But y'all but y'all gonna hear it from this side. Pay attention, niggas. If this is you, pay attention. All right, here we go. I chick stuff, woo, becoming stressful. I'm telling you, every guy on this planet needs girls, girls, girls all over the world. Side chicks can come in your life and everything up. Trust me, I know. (laughs) 
actually, I haven't lost nothing yet, but I'm trying to prepare you guys so you don't lose nothing. Sorry, y'all. If you're hanging out with a side chick, never let her give you a hickey. If your girlfriend knows you have a hickey or a bruise, you gotta come up with major excuses how you got it. I don't care the limits you gotta break or go through to give yourself a bruise, chicken pox, a rash, <laughs> whatever you need to make it like your bruise is real, do it. Rule number two, never, ever, ever let her take pictures with you because she's gonna put them on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. She came over because she wanna get the business, not because she wanna play paparazzi. Rule number three, you cannot take this girl out in public. So if you have to leave the house, you gotta improvise. Oh, wait, 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 hold on. What? I can't go out like that. What? 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 I don't understand. See, the thing is, people like to talk. And if your girlfriend's friends see you, or your girlfriend's dad, your uncle, or her girlfriend's brother you got out of jail, yep. he might beat your ass. Rule number four. If you're going to be a player from the Himalaya, everything is about timing. You got to know when to chill with your side chick. Because your main chick might be like, what the you had. Hold on, let me call you right back. Uh oh. You about to get caught up? Hey, hey what's up, man? I got some groceries. Did you? Yeah. Mm. Mm. Bowser, you never beat him. Oh, that nigga had the bitch in the house. Was a close one. Yeah. You almost got it. You almost got caught. Rule number five: <laughs> If you have a girl named uh, Big Booty Bridget and you save her in your phone, save it under Brad or uh, Buford. So if your girl sees a phone, she ain't gonna be like, "Who's Big Booty Bridget?" Shit. You know what? Maybe you should just go call them if you're gonna be on your phone the whole time. I was just texting Brad. Well, go get Brad a call so you can just get out Yeah, that shit ain't like that. That's bullshit. That is not like that. That shit don't go like that. Come on. You're right. Give me a second. Grab that. See? I told you. It works every time. Oh, no, it don't. Dumb nigga. Left that fucking foot. Oh, oh, that's her side, nigga. Look at in. Hello? Hey, baby. Look at that. Yeah, I'm at work. Thank you to all my side chicks who watch this video. And thank you to all the guys. Oh, what a twist. Oh, see? Look at that. Look at that. Oh, that, I didn't even see that one coming, nigga. Oh. Nigga was getting played because she was just. Uh, uh, uh. Twist of irony. Twist of irony. All right, welcome back to the show, and we getting ready to uh, bring this on in pretty soon. So we're going to wrap this up back with this, uh, back on the Magic Johnson and Laker fuckery and shit. But we're going to let Stephen A. Smith, Max Kellerman, and Jalen Rose, you know, kind of give their intake on how they feel about Magic. And you know Stephen A. Smith, he going to keep it a buck. <laughs> you already know. So let's get into this. Let's go. Why did Magic decide to do it this way? Because Magic wanted to bring attention to the nonsense that <clears throat> has been 
sifting through the Lakers franchise like a virus. And the way to do it was by making sure you did it on the last game of the regular season as opposed to when the offseason arrived and nobody would be around to answer any damn questions. I can't believe that people have missed this, that they haven't talked enough about this. Let me get this straight. We see the tearful Magic Johnson talking about his love for Jeannie Buss, which is sincere and real. That's, that much is true. But this is the Magic Johnson that in 1991 sat before the media and had to tell the world that he was HIV positive. This is Magic Johnson that before that as a basketball player had lost a championship with turnovers at the Boston Garden. This is a Magic Johnson that once quit as the coach of the Los Angeles Lakers after ending a season losing 10 straight. This is a Magic Johnson that has faced loads and loads and loads of adversity and suddenly it was too much to take to the point where you have to make a decision before the season the season even ended that's not what's going on here i'm gonna tell you what's going on here Preach. magic johnson feels betrayed magic johnson feels betrayed by folks within the lakers organization not gd bus but folks within the lakers organization he was hearing the chirping and the whispering which he alluded to in the press conference yesterday and there's so much stuff that's been going on it's absolutely ridiculous you hear about some expose that espn and somebody was going to re report you know because people were chirping about what he was like as a boss that annoyed them you've got rob palenka the general manager pivotal in all of this why because rob palenka is perceived as the individual or has been talked about as the individual that was at laker facilities constantly joking around asking the question where's magic where's magic where's magic in other words, to bring attention to the fact that Magic Johnson was perceived as being an absentee executive. Now, mm. Magic Johnson obviously wanted to fire Luke Walton. Luke Walton was scheduled to be fired today at 10 o'clock this morning. By 10 o'clock this morning, Luke Walton and the coaching staff was gone. Magic Johnson was going to fire them. We can talk about Jeannie Buss, him going to Jeannie Buss and saying, excuse me, you know, I want to do this, and her saying no, no, no. But the reality is, is that she was going to let Magic Johnson do whatever he wanted to do with basketball operations as it pertained to the coach, whether she liked it or not. Palenka is an entirely different matter. He's there because of his relationship with Kobe. He definitely accomplished himself as an agent. Nobody can dispute that. Okay, but as a, as, a, as a GM, this was his first go round getting paid $5 million a year. And this is a guy that was working under Magic. Magic inherited him just like he inherited Luke Walton. Wasn't necessarily the guy that Magic Johnson wanted. Now, in fairness to Jeannie Buss and Rob Palenka, when I was told, I was told that Magic Johnson walked into there and talked with them about, or Jeannie rather, about wanting to get rid of not just Luke Walton, but Rob Palenka as well. And that's when Jeannie Buss got her backup. Jeannie Buss and Rob Palenka called me last night, categorically and emphatically denied that there's any truth to that whatsoever. Fuckery. You hear all that fuckery? Mm, mm, mm. Whether it's Wojnarowski, whether it's Ramona Shelburne, or a host of other NBA reporters, all of us have heard this within the last 12 hours. So this is the kind of stuff that was going on within the Lakers organization. Fuck Magic me. Johnson made the decision that he made yesterday because Max, Jalen, he wants everybody to sit up there and go like this. Excuse me, 
This is Magic Johnson here. He's just going to walk away with tears in his eyes, looking weak. And oh, by the way, bailing out on the team. He, he knows that most people who know him would not think that about him. They'd get their antennas up. They'd start asking questions and they'd look directly in the direction of the Los Angeles Lakers. That's what he knows people will do. He knows they're doing it right now. And that's exactly what he wanted done, which is why he made the decision last yesterday as opposed to after the season ended because he wanted them in the eye of the storm right now. Mm. Love me some Magic Johnson, but he's never going to live this down. Magic will never live this down. And, and if that's the reason he made this choice, I think it's poorly considered. Especially considering he makes this announcement and totally overshadows the end of the careers of both Dirk Nowitzki and Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade and Nowitzki. Their last games, and they're completely knocked out of any headlines because Magic just stole the show. Um, <laughs> those kind of things, especially at that level of, you know, of, of uh, executive leadership in the fraternity of the NBA, I think are important, and I think that was poorly thought out. I don't think Magic will ever live this down. That's how bad a decision it was to do it this way. Stephen A., you mentioned Kobe Bryant, and I'm going to talk about the Buss family. The late, great Dr. Jerry Buss, the greatest owner in the history of American team sports, by far, was not perfect. Nobody is. And when Magic Johnson, who let's not forget, was a coach killer. People always think coach killer is a bad thing, like you undermine the coach. I don't see it that way. I see a coach killer as a superstar player who knows that's not the right coach for him and the team. And they'd be better off with someone else. And Magic Johnson got rid of Paul Westhead, who was a championship coach. And when he did, because they weren't playing the style conducive to him, and by the way, I'm sure he doesn't like that reputation. LeBron James is now, his people are very concerned about this idea that LeBron James would be considered a coach killer, right? And want to get rid of Luke Walton. I'll get into that. We'll, and we'll talk about that a little later. But um, what happened when West Tech was gotten rid of? Does anyone remember this? There was a circus carnival press conference in which the late, great Dr. Jerry Buss, the greatest owner in the history of American team sports by far, announced two head coaches. The Lakers were going to have both Jerry West and Pat Riley as their, like, co-head coaches. He somehow thought that was a good idea. And it was, it was a circus. And why? Well, partly it's because I think Dr. Buss liked to be liked. He, he felt loyal to people and liked to be liked. And I believe Jeannie is the same way. And I... Fuckery. That's what it's all about. Fuckery. And on that note, they're giving us the go-home cue. So me and Taco are going to come back, close the show, and get the fuck up out of here. All right, we're going back retro. Yeah, I know it's the old closing theme, but we going retro right now. But, <clears throat> excuse me, that was feeling the breeze. I hope y'all enjoyed that show. Uh, just want to say thank you to everybody for tuning in, for listening, to, <clears throat> to putting up with all my craziness. Right? But, Magic did what he had to do. You know? <clears throat> excuse me. And I hope y'all learned something. I hope y'all learned them rules and hope you follow them. 
Especially them nigga rules and shit. You better follow them motherfuckers. But, like I said, uh, let me keep bringing y'all this content. I'm going to keep doing my thing. And um, you guys keep listening. I'm going to keep doing it. Uh, definitely want to give a shout out to MK Specs and the Wingman Chronicles. You can also tune into that show all here on um, Anchor, also on Spotify, also on Stitcher, and a bunch of other uh, podcast apps and things that's out there that you can find. You can Google us too. You can Google Feeling the Breeze. It is on there for your enjoyment. Like and subscribe. Also, like and subscribe to the show on YouTube. You can subscribe to that and just help him get to a thousand subscribers. Let's go. Y'all go support that dude over there. Support that ass kicker Supreme 13. And uh, definitely uh, want to say rest in peace to Nipsey Hustle. You know, once again, gone way too soon. I know, I know, gone way too soon. But y'all, we gotta make sure he didn't die in vain, because he was on to something, and it's up to us to keep that shit going. Because Nipsey Hustle is forever a lamb. Not not just just an important piece of Los Angeles, but he was going down in history. He he's gonna go down in history as a peace advocate because. Not only what he did for the community, but just what he did, what he was doing in general. Anytime you can make the Crips and the Bloods come together on anything, that's something. And with that being said, man, me and Taco about to get up out of here. So y'all be safe. Y'all be cool. And as always, always believe.